Welcome to a bonus episode of Music City Horror. This is Eli. Um, we haven't had a chance to get together and do a full-fledged uh, uh, episode just with the madness of Halloween and doing the movie list. Um, and then, you know, with all of us doing different things at work and stuff, it's just been a crazy couple weeks. Um, so we found this from my other podcast that I do, Battleground, um, which is more of a wrestling podcast, but it's tied to um, iHeartRadio. So they occasionally send us, you know, uh, celebrities and people that are coming to town to do comedy shows and stuff like that. So uh, earlier this year, we got to talk to um, R.L. Stein, who obviously needs no introduction, but um, Goosebumps author, of course. Um, and um, it was kind of uh, just a little. I think we had five minutes with him total. Um, and we just kind of talked a little bit about the Goosebumps 2 sequel, um, how it was released in theaters last fall, fall of 2018. And then it had just come out on Netflix. And um, he was doing kind of a media, whatever you want to call it, tour or, you know, calling into radio stations or whatever. So, um, it's a little impersonal, you know, we only had a very small window to talk to him. Um, we tried not to gush too much about it, but, um, but we never released it on the other one since we kind of transitioned over to more, uh, focused on wrestling. Um, and so instead of it just wasting away and no one listening to it at all, um, we decided to send it over to music city horror and, you know, at least let it be heard and let people, you know, at least check it out. So, um, so this might end up being the shortest episode we've ever done. Um, like I said, it's about a five or six minute little chat with him and it'll be me and then my co-host from my other podcast, um, as far as that goes. So we'll have that here shortly. Um, we wanted to congratulate, um, our follower on Instagram, Olivia Lee. She was the one that, uh, won the mega pack, uh, super Halloween deluxe giveaway thing we did last month. Um, basically the, the more, um, she tagged people, and, and then you also got entries for reposting it. And she pretty much did that every single day and got the most entries. And we actually drew numbers like four times and out of the four times she won three times. So she's pretty much the clear cut winner on that one. So we, uh, we congratulate her on that. Um, she should be getting her prize pack by the end of this week. And, um, thank you to everyone that participated and, you know, we'll try to do something like that again, especially next year for the next year's movie list. And, you know, maybe between now and then, maybe we'll have a cool giveaway we can do. Um, this just, a you know, like the picture and tag somebody is just kind of simple or whatever. So, um, so that is that. And then, yeah. So we'll go right into the interview with RL Stein and, um, hopefully we'll come back full, full force with all four of us on the episode with, uh, a full length episode soon. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you survived Halloween, uh, unscarred and yeah, talk to you soon. <laughs> All right, so uh, I always say all right. <laughs> podcast, and we're back. 
And we're back. I don't know why I keep saying all right every podcast. It's I guess it's a crutch, but uh, we have a special guest on the show, and I figured that we should talk to him first because his time is very limited, and uh, it is a very exciting time because me and Eli are freaking out about this right now. Yeah. Um, having the horror podcast, uh, obviously, this is a huge uh, figure for me and you. So, Oh, it's, it's part of my childhood. R.L. Stein is on the show with us. Hey, R.L., how are you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Yeah, we're doing great. Thanks for stopping by. Um, we just had the Goosebumps 2 sequel um, last fall, um, and it is now available on Netflix. So for those that didn't see it in the theaters or haven't seen it on Netflix yet, can you kind of give us a little bit of uh, an idea about the movie? Well, yes, it's uh, basically a good Goosebumps story. It has all the scares, and it's funny at the same time. It's a big Halloween movie, basically, where Slappy the Evil Dummy brings everything to life, everything about Halloween, all the masks, all the costumes, every pumpkin. He goes into a drugstore, brings all the decorations to life, and he's just destroying this town by bringing everything about Halloween to life, and these three kids have to find a way to stop the evil dummy. Okay, so the one question that I want to know, which, by the way, if you're just now listening, R.L. Stein is on the show with us right now. How has, you know, Goosebumps remained successful all these years? Because I knew growing up it was a big part of my childhood as well as Eli's. But what do you think is the reason why it's so successful? I'm amazed. I think no one is more amazed than I am. Here we are. We're in our 26th year of Goosebumps books. That's a lot of books, right? And actually, I just signed on to write six more. I'm working on a slappy book called The Dummy Meets the Mummy. So we just keep going. It's a lot of fun. I, you know, I, I, I feel very lucky because it's all I've ever done in my life is write books. And uh, I get to keep going. Um, are you able to pick a favorite from all of your books? Um, and how many Goosebump books are there in total? Well, I, actually, there are about, I guess, 150 Goosebumps books. I enjoy writing all the ones with Slappy the Dummy because he's basically an insult comedian. And I get to write all these really wonderful, rude insults. It's the only time I get to do that. So I enjoy that. I think maybe the best Goosebumps, my favorite, is The Haunted Mask. And I think that's my best Halloween story. You know, the one question that I would like to know is, so I've got an 11-year-old who uh, is all about technology and everything, and he's big into the horror genre now. And when I was a kid, it's completely different than what it is now. So what is, I guess, is it a challenge to write for a younger audience? Well, I have, that's a big part of the job, isn't it? I have to keep up with them. I have to keep up with uh, what they wear. And, I, you know, I have to spy on kids a lot. Uh, the way they talk and what technology they use. That's a really hard part of the job since it changes every two weeks. But yeah, I, I, I work very hard. I, you don't want to sound dated, you know? Yeah. Kind of piggybacking off that. So as society changes, um, you know, horror and scary content for books always seems to remain relevant. What do you think is the secret to that? Yeah. Well, you know, the fears never change. You know, technology changes, that changes. But the basic fears of being afraid of the dark, being afraid something's under your bed or in the closet, being in a strange new place, those things never change. And um, it, that's what Goosebumps is. I always think Goosebumps could have been written, you know, when I was a kid back in the 50s. 
it, I don't think it, the stories would be the same. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. The stories probably won't be the same, especially with technology, like you said, and kids having access to multiple things online. And, you know, speaking of kids, what, let me ask you this, what did you read as a child? I read mostly comic books. I was not a big book reader till I was about 11 or 12. I had a big stack of comics, but when I was a kid, there were these really creepy, scary comics called Tales from the Crypt and The Vault of Horror and The Witch's Cauldron. I just loved them. They were gruesome, horrible comics, and they all had funny twist endings, every story. And I think they were a major influence. I didn't know when I was a kid, but these, this basically is what I try to do now what these comic books did. Um, so a question that I'm sure a lot of people are curious about, how did the Goosebumps series first start? Like me and Eli, we're sitting here talking about Goosebumps, how it was a part of our childhood. And this is like our question. This is, this is what <laughs> this we, is a personal question. this is what we really want to know. Well, I was doing fear. This is kind of an embarrassing story because I was writing fear street. We were doing the teen series, killing off teenagers every month. And it was doing really well. And my editor came to me and said, you know, no one has ever done a scary series for 7 to 12-year-olds. We should try it. And I said, no, I don't want to. That's the kind of businessman I am, right? I didn't want to do Goosebumps. <laughs> and they kept after, because I didn't want to mess up Fear Street. And I thought, you know, the Fear Street audience wouldn't like it if I was doing younger books. And then finally they convinced me. I said, well, okay, if I can... Maybe we'll try two or three. And then they just took off. So I was totally wrong about the whole thing. It's a good thing no one ever listens to me. Once again, just it's such an honor to have you on with us. And thank you for all your work and time and being a huge part of my childhood. And Eli's as well. Yeah, thanks a lot. Oh, thank you very much. I enjoyed it. 